welcome to Therapy Unwound, the podcast that is here and dedicated to the merry dance around the world of therapeutics. My name is Jenny Walker and I'm a physical rehab therapist and advanced clinical massage therapist. And as always, I'm joined today by Jeremy Walker from Jeremy Walker Media as he is producing the podcast for us over the autumn series. And we are on episode three today and it is a delight to welcome you here Thank you for liking, subscribing, sharing and doing all the things that allow this podcast to go out into the big wide world. It's great to be able to do it and it's wonderful to be back actually. Um, It feels like we've never been away although we did have that epic 10-month break. As we look through autumn we're looking into health and wellness as always and looking into some tips and tricks that we've learned along the way from Cornerstone Therapies, my daily practice studio here in Godalming. If you want to find out more about the podcast and what goes on behind the scenes here, just head over to cornerstonetherapies.co.uk and you will be able to sign up to the newsletter and the blog where you'll get bi-weekly information. The blog is actually great fun and it's where I post ideas of what's happened and what's going on in life, the world in general. You'll get to hear what I'm listening to on Spotify, usually a load of pumpkin spice, um, and what I'm reading, which is usually a load of crime fiction and it's my personal reflections on the world of physical rehab really and it's a great space to kind of like develop concepts also and kind of like work out where we have been over the last 20 odd years because physical rehab has changed phenomenally I remember back in the day I was training to be a massage therapist at the local technical college which was great fun. It was, you know, it was, it was a laugh. It was, it was evening classes whilst I was doing makeup in the department stores to pay for college. And we had a really good group and it took me two and a half years to get my level four um, qualifications in a bunch of different things like anatomy, nutrition, um, sports massage. Um, I remember doing my personal training qualification, which was just epically awful. Uh, never get me to teach an aerobics class. I remember my, <laughs> I remember my final exam. I did an aerobics class to the YMCA and failed. So um, yeah, I had to do a retake on that one. So there's been a lot of change over 23 years. Back then, the focus on kind of like touch-based rehab was very much the old school sports therapy, where you had a site of trauma. So you had a muscle that hurts and you were supposed to prod it enough to create a bruise and that you created more trauma on a traumatized body to create healing. And it's an equation that still to this day, I just disagree with wholeheartedly. There's no kindness in that method. And bodies respond really well to kindness, a bit of peace, a bit of calm, a bit of reflective practice we respond really well to that kind of like slower pace of life. I find that kind of like the fascia work that we do at Cornerstone Therapies is a much nicer way of, of rehabbing and prehabbing you all. But the blog in the summer, I was looking at something, um, it's, in fact, it's a blog title called Storytelling, and it comes from this journey that I've been on over the last few decades, a couple of decades actually now, of working out what it is that we do here at Cornerstone Therapies that works so well. 
And there are many things that we do really well. Mainly we treat really well. We we do the stuff and we work as a team. And I always say we, and it's not just Finchley the cat and me doing this stuff. Uh, Finchley is the CEO of this business, I think. But it's also my clients. We work as a team. When I do a treatment plan, it's always based around how much the client has said that they can input as well. So, for example, this morning I was talking to somebody and I said, okay, we've got a prehab plan and I need you to do some stuff at home. How much can you give me? And we worked out that it would be every other day and it would be 20 minutes. And so my expectations for their results are based on that. And if they don't do their homework, there is pretty much no point in me planning the rest of their treatment course. So we go through this kind of like wonderful teamwork um, here at Cornerstone. And that's honestly how we do the stuff. But there is one key aspect that is the linchpin to Cornerstone Therapies, and that is storytelling. And I firmly believe if the narrative voice was given more of a standing within the healthcare practitioners within the UK and further afield, I think we'd be seeing better results in generalised healthcare everywhere. We speak in narrative form, which is honestly the reason why I took that time within the 10-month break of the podcast to really reacquaint how we were translating a lot of information to you through the podcast, because we speak in narrative. If I listen to my clients, they will tell me a story of their pain. They don't give me the anatomical verse for it. They tell me how they did it. And on the blog, Storytelling, I described a client's um, story of their headaches and they were saying they had crashing waves behind their eyes as if it was in a storm and after the storm had subsided they would always get this dragon that came down the back of their head and neck and then bit them in the back of their shoulder and this would happen like three four times a week that story is a very personal way of experiencing pain And it took about five minutes for them to find the words and the narratives to really formulate how that looked. The fact that I know that that's the trapezius muscle that is giving them that pain is by the by. All I know now is that we've been given gold dust through that story. So now when we come back to the treatment room, we can speak in narrative and it's in a story that my client can understand. So we go from me going, well, you've got trigger points in your trapezius and we're going to do X, Y, Z and we're going to do that to, okay, so how are the waves this week? Are they calmer? Are we in a raging sea? Are we in a sea battle with a serpent? You know, how is the pain for you? And that allows them to not just tell their story in a way that doesn't make them feel lost, but also very validated Again, if we look at somebody else's kind of like pain pattern, we can say, oh, is it one out of 10 or is it five out of 10, 10 being the worst? And sometimes that that number gauge that we give for pain patterns is so irrelevant. I think especially for people who have been in a lot of pain for a long time, those numbers can be very skewed because they've got used to it, right? So a 10 out of 10 for me would maybe be a 4 out of 10 for them. And they've kind of lost the gauge of where those number values are. So I'll be working as if they've got a 4 out of 10, where actually they've got actually a 7 out of 10 in reality. 
So for one client that comes to mind, we started using levels of noise. So they started coming in and they said, oh, my whole body is screaming. So the pain level is a scream. And our through hearing their their story and hearing how they were feeling, we, we worked out that actually we needed to get it down to a very quiet voice, a little whisper. So when I was working on them and got to that really tender point in their back and I was saying, so how's the scream? And they, they would say, oh, it's screaming a lot. It's really loud. And then it would be kind of like, oh, it's just shouting now. Oh, it's only talking. It's just chatting. And we'd hang out with the chat and then it would go down to a whisper. And that means I know that that pain pattern is coming down. And again, it's just taking that time to listen to our clients, listen to your patients and hear what narrative voice, what stories they're telling for us to be able to access a way of helping them more readily. I think this is actually something that I learned a lot through Gil Headley, who you will have heard me talk about a lot. Gil is a phenomenal anatomist and he's taught me a huge amount. I mean, I'm part of the integrated anatomy course that he produces, but he also does like five, 10 minute YouTube videos each Monday and they are phenomenal. If you want to go and learn about your body, search gilheadley.com and you'll come across his uh, YouTube videos. One of them, he was talking about this very subject, which was kind of like the narrative speak of, of therapy, of unwinding, of how we access our bodies. And I really loved it because the past, the reason why and how I got into anatomy was the stories that were told about our bodies. I think we all learn differently and the ability to hear what pain is, how the story of, our, you know, how we're put together, how our brains and our hearts are connected, all of that comes in through a lot of storytelling, um, both within the classroom, the dissection lab and here at Cornerstone Therapies in the studio. And he posed a question, it's like, how do you see the body as a therapist? And I have always said to my clients, is if you imagine a tent, your skeletal frame is the tent poles and your myofascial connective tissue are your guy ropes. And if one side is tight, the other one will be loose and your tent will fall over. So our goal is to allow that tent to come into a really good equilibrium so you don't fall over. It's taking a massive concept of structural form and putting it into a story that everybody can relate to. It's not taking away from the fact that over 20 years I've studied how that structure works. It doesn't take away the knowledge that I have that can help you. What it does is it allow you to access that. And from that story of the tense that we can do in like 30 seconds easy, we come to a point where we can both come into the treatment room, talk about pain, talk about where we're at, what we're going to do, how we're going to correct that tense for you and all the knowledge that backs that up can be implemented well. I really have a strong suspicion that because stories take a bit of time to tell and tell accurately, that's the thing, they have to be accurate. I think we're just not given that time when it comes to healthcare professionals at large. So if you imagine kind of like a really stressed GP they're not going to have time to kind of like translate what you're trying to say. And a lot of miscommunication can happen that way. But I do think that if time was given to be listened to well 
and for the narrative voice to be accepted, I think we would come huge steps in our healthcare at the moment. I think um, I was reading the headlines back in August and like 10 million or billion, I forget how many, but masses amounts of funding are going to be taken from the NHS and put into another pot and this is getting a complete mess. And there is a point where I think there there needs to be a way of saying our healthcare is going to be really limited soon and um, waiting time is going to get longer. We're seeing excess deaths through that already. And um, I, I do think we need to come to a new point of communication when it comes to our healthcare. And I think narrative, the narrative voice, that storytelling is actually vitally important if we look back to the millennia, storytelling is so vital. The hieroglyphs of Egypt, the idea of storytelling has been part of the human lexicon since the beginning of time. If you look at the cave drawings of the kind of like hunters with the bisons, they're not telling you how to hunt. They're telling you the story of the hunts. And by that story, you learn that they hunted. And I think there is a, there is a need in me to be able to communicate better how this needs to be implemented within the studio and the importance of it. It's so, so important for us to listen as therapists to our clients and our patients the pain that they're going through, their experiences of life, so we can put our rehab in a context that is accessible. And that's the whole point, right? We need this to be as accessible as possible. And we're not going to do that if I shout a load of anatomical terms at you. And um, I think that is where we're going to finish today, actually. So thank you so much for listening. I look forward to being with you again next Friday at 7.30 for another rant. Um, thank you for Jeremy for producing this. Um, Jeremy Walker Media is where you can find him if you want your podcasts to be produced and sounding gorgeous. And I hope you have a very blessed week. I hope it is filled with happy things. And we will see you next Friday here at Therapy Unbound.